This is the Fit Fun Father podcast with your host, Michael Sobkew. In the podcast, we dive deep into health, fitness, and the ultimate goal to be the happiest person you can be. Growing through adverse, challenging times to prosper through and take the learnings of the challenges we faced before and after and throughout our lives. People, this is an exciting podcast with a multitude of fantastic guests, topics, how-tos, everything you need to help improve your life one step at a time. What is happening, everybody? It is your boy back at you on the fit, the fun, the father, or actually we don't put thes in front of each word. It's the fit fun father podcast just for those of you who are tuning in for the first time and i'm your host michael sobkew and we're back we're talking fitness we're talking health we're talking mindset we're talking sugar cookie flavored protein powder just saying um where'd i get it not telling you it's not how it works it's not the that's not the game we're playing just kidding Ah, uh, new and exciting. Okay, so recording this, it's Wednesday. Um, it's nice outside. I have been spending a lot of time um, scoping out some gyms in in my local area to train train in, not for my own personal fitness goals, but to train clients. So I'm undergoing this particular process. Uh, if we're we're tailing on the very end of my school uh for personal training um and we get to a practicum part so those of you in in the professional world uh, especially healthcare and whatnot is um you know what, what my phone just um buzzed and then my brain just went right but yes yeah, the day and age we live in okay let's go back to the train of thought i was on Okay, so practicum, those in the healthcare profession, legal profession, things where you have to uh, volunteer your time under the guidance of professionals that you are going to become or lead into that profession, help and guide you for a set period of time. And then you get a mark based on it, goes towards your final grade, and then you get a diploma and certification, all that fun stuff, take some more tests. And uh, be competent enough to guide other human beings into the world of fitness and uh, with the main goal of trying not to kill them. And I mean that in a very serious and jokingly way at the same time where, you know, we live in this world now where uh, people people need to just move more, um, think a little differently. Um, and those little things make a big difference so what i wanted to get to today so first and foremost before we dive into the episode um if you guys enjoy the podcast please go over subscribe okay share it with your friends uh, write a review and if you want to get on a phone call with me absolutely free of charge no strings attached have a question or two i want to ask DM me, send me a message, get get me through my multiple social links or the podcast, rate of review, 
I answer everything, people. I am a regular, normal human being that does normal, regular stuff like all of you that is more than willing and capable of, you know, responding to any messages that I get. And I think I'm, I've done a good job so far of, of that. So, you know, understandably, we, we learned this in school, you know, it's you, your classroom, every, you know, the teacher's always like, oh, you know, if you have a question, ask, because everybody in the class is the same question. Totally, totally relevant for all of you listeners. You're all thinking the same thing. No one is yet to answer. And if you answer those questions, then those questions become um, shared with the rest of the population and then everyone gets their answers, their questions answered, I should say. So there we are with that. Today is a solo episode, no guests, just me, me and the warmly lit room I'm in doing a little podcasting like I love to do. And we're going to talk about exercise. We're going to talk about what should we be doing? Should we be doing cardio? Should we be doing resistance training? How do we program? How do we move into these things? And what are the benefits to them? And so what I'll dive into a little bit in, in, in this episode is to kind of give you an understanding of maybe a starting point where you're at the progression or phases that we like to go through and then we'll just dive into it. So let's go from scratch. So the question, we're posing the question, you know, where do I start? What should I be doing? Which is frequently asked, happens all the time. And I like to bring options. All right. Now, a lot of people, they just want to get a gym membership and they want to go in the gym. They want to figure it out on their own. That's cool. No problem. A lot of people want to maybe work out at home or do find some things around the house that they can do that's going to increase their heart rate, expense more calories, and bingo, bango, away we go. So a couple of the options I like to talk about is goal setting or where you currently are in life. So as a lot of my listeners, a lot of the viewers out there are parents, middle-aged men, um, you know, I target a lot of divorced and separated guys who are looking to try and re-enter the, the world after marriage or trying to reinvent themselves, build confidence, self-esteem, things like that. All very important. But I think we want to really, there's a couple places I want to go with this. And I'm not just plugging personal training because I am one. But I'm plugging it because there's a value in understanding how the body works and the mechanics of the body and some of the habits we get into over time and how we can we should be correcting or adjusting particular things to move forward. And the benefit of personal training is a couple things. You get a really good sit down with a professional who understands the physiology of the body who understands how a lot of these functions work, you know, the consistency, um, you know, the whole health, mixing nutrition with exercise and kind of that overview. And most personal trainers should be in decent shape themselves or practicing that um, way of doing things. So 
what we get out of a personal trainer is going to be a couple of things. We get to understand or they get to understand what your particular goals are. And within the that set parameter of what your goals are, maybe it's just to lose 30 pounds or you want to run a marathon. Maybe you want to bench press your body weight. Through those goals, we get to identify postural deviations or things in the body that are imbalanced. Now, with uh, us being in 2020, if you're on a cell phone or in front of a computer for any length of time, you probably suffer a little bit from what's called upper cross syndrome or this rounding of the shoulders or this forward movement of, of shoulders. And what that is, is our bodies adapt to moving patterns, right? And we always look at the body doesn't go, all right, we got to lift up this pencil from the floor. So I want you to brace the core, keep the in neutral spine, hinge at the hips, bend down at the knees, grab the pen and straight up push off the floor, right? Some cues that we would give for a squat. So if you can envision going down to pick up your pen, what do you do? One foot usually comes up, you know, and the other goes in one direction and one arm, you know, points towards the sun and your head turns a certain way um, because you're trying to get the pen with the least amount of resistance and the, and the most, um, the, the least amount of effort utilizing muscles that are going to automatically just grab that pen out of habit or things that we've done over time not necessarily is that the right way to do things of course people are like oh are you going to teach me how to pick up my pen no but the idea is is that to create these foundational balances back with the muscles or what we would say is um, to straighten before strengthen so when you're, when you're in front of a personal trainer, a lot of them are going to get you to do functional corrective exercises to put you back in a more balanced state. Why is this important? Well, we're going to dive into two particular types of exercise, resistance training and cardiovascular training. Resistance training is to me one of those foundational things that I think every human being should be participating in. There is so much value in resistance training. When we talk resistance training, we talk um, using outside forces to work our muscular and skeletal system. So whether it's resistance bands, free weights, machines, uh, our own body weight, we can use and manipulate all of these things to create resistance training or the resistance of. What happens when we do resistance training is we increase something that decreases on a regular basis. So statistically speaking, you're going to lose on average about half a pound of muscle a year, um, which is going to equate to what five pounds of muscle for every decade that goes by. With this also comes with a loss of bone density, um, you know, or the onset of osteoporosis and things like this that occur when we become too sedentary and we're not moving enough. So again, why is this important? Well, 
when you don't move, your body just adapts. It's like, all right, we're going to sit for a very long period of time. Not doing a whole lot. Don't need this. Don't need that. And your body starts to break these things down. It starts to, because it's the easiest way to take care of other functions in the body. Your body gives a shit about one thing, keeping you alive. And I may have mentioned this in previous episodes. It is a survival mechanism. Keep the heart pumping. Keep the lungs contracting, expanding. You know, let's get this process of of getting oxygen in and letting the blood flow, get it to the brain so that we can do basic human function. Now, when we're inactive or we're not utilizing muscle or bone or things like this, the body's just going to simply be like, we'll use that protein elsewhere. We'll use it for repair of fingernails, skin, hair. We'll reform it into what's called... uh, Uh, gluconeogenesis where we actually can convert different macronutrients back into glucose which is our primary source of fuel Um, where we're basically just we take break down muscle and create sugar back for the for the blood system or glucose Uh, sure i'm using sugar as a term that we use to uh, fuel the brain and, and our organs and whatnot so you can see you could see how our body will assimilate and, and change and adapt to these particular things. So when we introduce ourselves back into the fitness world or we want to get healthier or we want to kind of have a longer life because now your kids are having kids and you're becoming a grandparent and you're looking at mortality and you're going, Oh my god, fifty years of my life has already gone by and I want more time. I can't do the things I used to do. Resistance training is a fantastic way of getting back your youth all right resistance training is going to put back muscle increased bone density add neurological pathways from your muscles to your brain so that you function better you have better mobility you have better stability balance the things that come with regular regular day life, like picking up grandkids or the groceries need to move from the car to the front door, so on and so forth. We're pulling things out of cupboards or cabinets or our work environment um, needs us to perform certain tasks. We want those tasks to be easier. We want our quality of life to improve. We all want to feel like we did when we were 20, which I really don't even know what that means because when I was 20, I felt hungover quite a bit. So I don't know if that's a really good analogy, but we'll go with it. Um, and you start to see things like sleeping patterns, energy levels, relationship status, uh, things that improve not just our physiological um, changes or adaptations but our psychological and our ability to look at the world differently those out there that listen and do exercise will will get what I'm what I mean by this is you when you have a, a fresh sense of um who you are as a person, you're growing, you're changing, you're making these physiological changes, 
you you maybe somebody who struggled with knee or ankle pain and all of a sudden you've been working with a personal trainer for a couple months and that pain's starting to go away and you're starting to lose weight and you're and you're changing who you are and it in turn improves your emotional status and the, the conversations you have with your own brain you know you have oh my god we've been working over three months can you believe what's happening yes absolutely it's it's not going back to go oh, fuck what have i done with my life you know um, work 10 12 hours a day and i just want to eat pizza and it's habits that we change in the perception that we give ourselves through this so i always like to start with resistance training is that 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 particular exercise i just i know i'm skipping my words here that is a must for all ages all groups all walks of life from people who don't think they can move much when you start to add resistance training or put those um that additional good stress on your body it does wonders for you you change you literally change personal training is a really great way to get introduced to this get you comfortable build on your um confidence levels and ultimately you got like a member of your support like you become part of a team and for those of you out there who maybe don't have a great support network a personal trainer can provide this this is a really good way to like have that guy or girl that you go and see two or three times a week that's changing the way you know you go about your life and and the ways you lead your life so let's let's keep that going um even if that's not an option then we we can turn to the online coaching or the online space where you you get the accountability you have generally more access to a personal trainer because you're communicating via an application or the phone or whatever it may be and in questions that you have or stem or want things that you want to learn about usually you can you enter it boom you get a response inside 24 hours type thing you have usually weekly or bi-weekly calls or monthly calls um you're part of a structured program where nutrition becomes uh, more vital or there's more attention paid to it um so they have their similarities and they have their differences obviously you're not going to be in the same room with the trainer you're not going to be able to pick up on training cues or you're going to kind of have to fend for yourself to do a lot of these type of things so depending on what type of person you are you could go in either direction now maybe you're that guy or girl that's just like you know what i'm going to go to the gym try and figure this shit out on my own which is cool i recommend though that you try and get somebody in your support network or somebody inside your ecosystem who has experience to show you some things um ultimately anything is better than nothing to a degree unless we are going to um introduce injury or negligence to it so resistance training is a great way to extend life and become uh, a better person overall and i mean that from a physiological standpoint and psychological but i don't want anybody thinking oh i'm not a good person now no you're we love you we just want you to stick around a whole lot longer and we want you to exasperate that energy that you currently have or 
pull something out of you that maybe you used to have. Very important. If you're willing to take this on by yourself, just be mindful that there are right ways and wrong ways to do resistance training, especially when we get into more complex complex compound movements, things like squats, deadlifts, shoulder press, bench press, which take a level of skill um, and mechanics to do properly. So we go back a river back to the personal training thing where you're going to have the guidance to go through postural assessments, understanding what is tight, what is weak, what can we work on, what does our client need, what is their you know, ailments, what are their goals, what are the, what, how do they move, what do they do for a living, are they on any medications, do they have a good relationship with fitness, have they done fitness before, these are all questions that we ask to, to build and create this picture of who you are as a person and the direction you want to go and how we best suit getting you to that, into that direction, um, and can be that first-hand person that you can go to for these things and I think that's important that mindset is just as big as the physical performance of doing resistance training um, and then we'll, we'll we'll dive into cardiovascular here in a second but it's it's very you're getting the entire package and I think a lot of it for most people is is that it's a great foundation a great starting point to take this journey on for the long term it's really a small investment in your life when you look at maybe buying a 12 a 12 or a 24 session package for anywhere from you know a thousand to two thousand dollars or maybe depending on where you go and you're like you know i can buy a 60 inch tv and a speaker system for two thousand bucks but it just plays television or it's like you know, in five years, it's no good anymore. It gets outdone by technology. That initial investment you make with a personal trainer sticks with you for the rest of your life. If you can spend $2,000 on a tattoo, let's say, you can spend it on personal training. It is exactly the same. It doesn't go away. This is so important for people to understand. If you take the advice through the training, so obviously good trainers are going to make the experience better for the client. If you can put that together and create this intrinsic motivation, create this ability, the self-efficacy of you to start to believe in yourself, to start to like believe that you're going to do this and then get enjoyment out of it, you've created the most perfect cocktail. And you'll stick with those things and you'll see the the... The benefits, you know, we laugh all the time. I'm 42 years old and uh, I don't have any gray hair. I have a little bit in my beard. Um, and I, most people are like, oh, you don't really look your age. And, and I'm not creaking. I'm not cracking. I'm not, not sore. I don't deal with a lot of pain. I get out of bed. I, I get my, my eight hours of sleep. I'm energetic throughout the day from start to finish. And it's normal for me. This is normal life. And, and people chuckle when, they, when they're when they like, oh, man, I wish I was in good shape. I was like, well, well, you can do it. Like, I was at one point 240 pounds overweight and everything hurt. I've been there. It's reversible. If you're suffering from pain and you're at the doctor every month 
you know, the doctor's scratching his head and he's sending you to the physiotherapist and the physiotherapist give, maybe give you some exercises. They're doing correctional stuff for a, an old injury or maybe you've, who knows, you got fibromyalgia and you got pain everywhere and you're not sure where this is coming from. Personal trainers assist with helping you develop good habits, good movement patterns, which ultimately get you out of pain. Because if something hurts, it's your body telling you you're not moving correctly. You're doing something wrong in your day-to-day function. So we've gone over re- resistance training. I cannot express the opinion. So let's let's just recap here real quick. We have increased muscle mass. You're already decreasing every year as you get older. So you're countering that. Increased bone density. Again, something if you don't use it, you lose it. Or if you're too sedentary for a long period of time, you become, you know, broken down and bone density is, is massive. Neurological pathways from the brain to the muscle so that we can utilize those muscles better, get that connection with the brain. And in turn, you just become more intelligent. You you just have more neurons. You have a better functioning uh, central nervous system. Those are some of the benefits you're going to get from resistance training. Okay, pain, knee pain, hip pain, ankle pain. When we change the movement pattern, we change whether or not the joints are rubbing against each other or the patterns of how we used to walk now change to the proper way of walking. And we can change and and reverse a lot of that pain. So another great, great method. Let's dive into the second one. Cardiovascular activity, getting on the old treadmill or the stepper, getting the heart rate up, getting a good sweat on, feeling like you're moving and shaking. Cardio, I think, is another one of those that a lot of people dislike. Um, It's relatively, you know, when we look at high intensity interval training or doing cardiovascular stuff where where we're exceeding um, what we would consider regular exertion where our heart rates are elevated, we're doing a bunch of, uh, we can't breathe, you know, things like that. We're getting into these high heart rate type systems. And cardiovascular training does not have to be at these maximal intensities or these levels that you see people. It can be as basic as walking or taking 30 minutes to go for a walk around the, uh, the neighborhood or whatever, wherever you may be. That's cardiovascular training. And yes, we want to elevate the heart rate from resting. We want to get the blood flowing. We'd like to get into that sympathetic state where we have uh, you know, heart rate above about 100 and we are excreting those, those hormones. We're in that, that fight or flight response. You know, we, we're creating this new adaptation. Um, and we get better at... So what cardiovascular activity is going to do is it's going to make your body a whole lot more efficient, especially your, exactly like I just said, cardiovascular. So our blood system, our lungs, our heart function, the vitals, the most important parts that keep us alive. When we do an extensive amount of cardiovascular activity, we have more blood pumping through the heart. What does the heart do? Remember, everything we do is adaptive. Heart's like, I'm getting all this blood. I need to get bigger. So the heart does, the heart's doing bicep curls basically when you're in, when you're doing cardio, 
it's lifting weights. So it's pumping this blood, and your stroke volumes, it's got to increase your stroke volume. Your heart's boom, 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 and it starts to get bigger. It expands. It creates more room within the atrium and ventricles, and it becomes more efficient. It now can pump more blood in a shorter period of time. What does that what does that do? Helps our oxygen saturation. Helps with our resting heart rate. So now when we're at rest, our heart doesn't have to work as hard. Benefit to us? Absolutely. The harder your heart has to work over long extenuated periods of time, the more wear and tear we're going to do on it. It's like revving the engine of your car at every red light. If you're doing that, at some point you're going to blow that engine, right? We don't want to. We want to drive the car normally and then once a day put it on the freeway and kick the gas pedal and see what that sucker's got. Now, the analogy might be a little off because you're thinking, oh my God, I get to give it all. No, but depending on goals that you may have or goals setting, we can increase that rate of um, in, of exercise to be more intense. So if we have a weight loss goal, we want, we want to expend more calories. That's a great way to do it. Pushing out um, more blood, pulling in more oxygen, and then we get good at what's called, you know, waste management. So as we get into these elevated heart rates, we go into um, an, you know, an anaerobic state where we are now starting to pump out lactate and hydrogen as a byproduct of bringing in, uh, you know, utilizing uh, ATP as an energy system that is anaerobic. So we're not going through the um, glucose Krebs cycle process, which we could talk about another time about those energy systems, but we're basically, we need energy faster. So our body's like, okay, I need to expend ATP now. So it goes into our anaerobic stage, which is not long lasting, but with good cardio, we can build that system up so that it is more efficient at regulating waste. The quicker we can get rid of that waste, the the less acidic our bodies are and the better that we will function over time. So we do cardio. We want to be, you know, in that, you know, exertion rate of like, say your one to 10 is of like a four for about 70% of the time. And then we want to increase that and have these short bouts of a higher intensity. So get our bodies used to what that what that feels like and then cycle through some of that stuff this is just basic cardiovascular science it doesn't have to go that way you know if you if you're comfortable just getting on a a, on a stationary bike for 50 minutes at your pace yes that's what we want we want to promote that we want to continue to do that for the average person this is all you need to do right now we recommend that you get at least 150 minutes a week 30 minutes a day, five days a week. I'm sure most of us can fit that in somewhere. Some form of walking, strolling, whether it's 30 minutes on the treadmill before resistance training exercise or after or whatever that may look like. Maybe it's just time with your trainer. We want to ensure that we're doing that. We're doing it on a consistent basis and we're changing those habits. We're we're making the heart stronger. We're, we're letting it rest and not work as hard on a good majority of the day, we become more efficient with our hormones. We become 
better at switching some of those on and off and be and our our oxygen intake and we get better at breathing get better at functioning at a higher intensity whatever maybe you have a particular goal you want to reach maybe it's just not having to breathe heavy when you climb stairs now there's a massively great measure for somebody who is overweight or when you climb a set of stairs and you get to the top and you're like huffing and puffing that's your body's efficiency it's like that huffing and puffing is your body's like okay we need this energy now we don't ha- we don't have time to wait for the the aerobic or the oxygen efficient way we have we have to do it without oxygen and as you get better at cardiovascular you'll start to see these things improve you'll start to see oh shit i just went up a set of stairs and i feel fine because your body now doesn't have to um, frantically try and expel all this energy or all this waste, this hydrogen and stuff that you're huffing and puffing and breathing out and desperately trying to bring your body back to a neutral um, pH level at the same time. When you subject yourself to these particular things over time, you become more efficient and better at it. It goes back to adaptation of what we're doing. So all in all, Resistance training and cardiovascular training both should be a staple in your programming. And what I mean is if it's one day a week, it's better than zero days a week. And what you will find is you can build off of that. We start with one, we start we go to two. Two turns into three, three turns into four. For most people, that's kind of where we, we kind of hold off is that three to four day a week exercise program, which is absolutely sufficient for most people. It's all you need. Some people need more depending on your goal. Again, we go back to goals. How much weight are you looking to lose? What's the time frame? What is that going to look like? How is, what do you have for time in your schedule? You know, there's so many different variables out there. They're going to change the way that we approach uh, both resistance training and cardiovascular. And of course, nutrition is a big part, but I've talked about that in the past. I want to kind of leave that out of it. Um, this is just mainly the exercise stuff. So again, to recap this whole thing, look at maybe a personal trainer, um, stabilizing mo- and providing mobility, helping with pain, helping with your your deficiencies and imbalances, then starting you from a point of corrective stability, uh, corrective posture, I should say, and then now we go into resistance training and working up into those um, ranges and learning how to do those exercises properly to reduce injury, to uh, keep you as functional as possible for as long as possible. Um, the online coaching part of it, Again, uh, more accountability, easier access to the trainer, generally something more structured when it comes to nutrition um, other than the exercise part. Still a lot of value in both of those um, depending on your goals. And if you're the lone wolf, you're in there, you are using or utilizing somebody with experience so that you are learning the correct uh, ways to utilize resistance training and cardiovascular training. 
And then we just dive into the resistance training and cardiovascular, the benefits of both. Obviously, with resistance training, we're, we're increasing muscle mass, bone density, neurological pathways, hormone function, the way we feel, um, and in my mind, for a, a longer life. Cardiovascular, again, same thing. We're, we're providing efficiency. We're growing the heart. We're making the heart more functional. We're making the process of oxygen saturation, waste management. Those processes we become better at. We learn to adapt and get and just go through those particular um, movements and just get get better. I just, I just said it twice. I'm not, I, I don't know where else to go with it. Just get, you're just going to get better and there, you're going to have tangible, measurable results. Um, and that's fantastic. And it really comes down to just being able to take a couple days a week, a starting point, 20 minutes a day, 25 minutes a day and build off of those particular things. So I hope you guys get some value out of this episode. Talk a little bit about resistance. Talk a little bit about the benefits of personal training, online coaching, as well as cardiovascular exercise, and so much more. Um, of course, I always want to include the whole health, better sleep, better energy, better food. Thank you guys again for listening to the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Again, hit it hit it up give me a subscribe share with your friends um hit me up on social media take an episode uh, a snapshot of the episode tag me in it on in any of the socials and yeah keep on listening because it's all about you guys and what you're getting out of this and i'm so happy that i have the ability to to reach you um and get this information out to you so i, I just want you to be become a better version of yourself with that guys i have guys and gals um i have a facebook group that you're more than welcome to join into um with other like-minded people and have a conversation and enjoy and learn and feed off each other i'm also on patreon you can reach me on patreon i'm trying to grow the podcast get a little bit bigger and in exchange i you know, provide you with a little something uh, for your donation or your monthly subscription. So, so, did you say so? Yes, I said so, because we're wrapping up the show. Oh, thanks. Yes, I'm talking to myself. Okay, one other thing. Uh, personal training, online fitness coaching. If either of those interest you or have questions on them, please let me know, DM me. I can give you a little more of a rundown or places where you can start, things to look for in trainers. Um, for those of you who are abroad, um, obviously I can't touch everybody in the Edmonton surrounding areas. So for those of you, different parts of the world, I'll just give you a basic rundown of what you can expect from a good trainers and some things to look for, um, as well as... For online training, what is it you're you're trying to get out of that particular trainer? Uh, understanding costs, things associated with the cost, what value you're getting out of it, and what's the end goal. So any of those things you have questions on, again, anything around resistance training or cardiovascular activity, hit me up. I would be glad to answer any questions. 
And with that being said, we're out of here on this episode of the Fit Fun Father podcast. And we'll see you guys on the next one.